Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Folks, let me tell you something. <laughs> I have to do that for John, John Michael Karma. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of The Outer Limits with Jet Blake, the scientist at large. And if you need to get a hold of Jet Blake, you can find him lurking in one place. He is over at the Rogue News Discord. And if you need to get into the Rogue News Discord, you need to email the bouncer at the gate, the bouncer himself. He's also the DJ. He's also the producer extraordinary, the one and only CJ. You can email him over at CJ at roguenews.com. CJ at roguenews.com. And with that being said, gentlemen, good morning. How is everyone? Happy Monday, I guess, right? Monday Happy the Monday. 9th already. This year's up and running. So, Siege, I'm working with a strength and conditioning coach. Nice. To get my 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 agility, my mobility uh, back and, you know, rehabbing this torn bicep and all that stuff. And I'm glad my- your wife has asserted herself in the in the, <sighs> the recovery. <laughs> yes. She's a woman of many wonders. And kicking my ass is one of them. But uh, my legs feel like jelly, man. <laughs> I'm like feeling things I haven't felt in years, bro. Yep, that's going to happen. That's going to happen, but it's got to start somewhere. But I'm concerned. I mean, Jet, aren't you concerned because now we're seeing professional athletes dropping dead sometimes from heart attacks because of climate change? I'm concerned that climate change, if I continue, and this is why I keep warning CJ, Jet, I keep warning CJ, CJ, you need to stop going to the gym before you get to the broadcast station because, God forbid, we have an important episode to do. And you can't make it because climate change got you. Because there are healthy people, after all, that are just dropping because of climate change. And with that being said, Jet, are you there? Do we lose you? No, I'm here. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty crazy. You know, I, I, I won't go into details over the air, but um, had to go uh, to the emergency room. Not me. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. You didn't but, tear a bicep, um, did you? But uh, No, no, I didn't tear, uh-huh. tear a bicep. But long story short, like... Uh, it was a, a late Friday afternoon and the, in the ER was just absolutely inundated. There was um, standing room only uh, whenever I had to go back and, and uh, you know, to, to, to support uh, family members. Really? They literally had people in hallways uh, because there were no rooms available. I'm not talking like just one hallway. I'm talking about rooms filled three to four people just on hospital beds in the hallways. Um, what in God's name is going care. on? Is it the climate change? It's the it's the climate change. It was like people just being because now because now we have a whole generation of hypochondriacs. They get the flu and they think it's climate change and they checking themselves in the hospitals can't move. What do you think is going on, Siege? It's just, it's just alarming. It, it it you know it truly is, and and it was to their their own doing. Um, just to let everyone know, we are going to go ahead and kill this on YouTube like right now. Uh, so if you're not done so yet, jump over to Twitch TV, uh, Twitch, and look for Rogue News TV, uh, where you'll find the full show there. So I'm killing the YouTube stream right now. Yeah, because we're about to talk about climate change. You want to listen in? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and again, um, you know, and, and and I'm sure Jet follows it as well. Uh, but I think what we're having is what a lot of the 
science community warned about, and that's a, you know just an escape uh, variant, escape <clears throat> variants that are that are happening uh, when you introduce a um, uh, gosh, I hate to even call it a uh, you know you know jab a whatever you want to call it, but I think you know what people warned about is that listen, there's it's going to mutate, it's going to change. You don't you don't want to you know vaccinate through a pandemic because you don't know the results and this is where we've landed like nearly every person that i know right now has either experienced like a long cough a um respiratory infection that that they can't get rid of uh it's 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 massive and there's one denominator one fact that keeps all those people the same when you ask them is are you vaccinated and the question is always yes i was i even have one friend that posted from high school friend posted that he's been so sick Lately, he's my age, high school friend, really good friend that posted on his social media platform. Like, I wish I would have never have got that stupid vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because he's been so sick. So that's all I have to say about it. Schlong COVID, man. That's, that's what will do it to you. Schlong COVID. And with that being said, Jet, you left us on a cliffhanger yet again last week. Let's get into it. Take us the deep dark end of the pool and drown us in this reality that was really reality go ahead chat sure and i think i cj gave the segue that you disconnected from youtube yes so we're okay we're free to talk if you notice i was if you notice i was being polite and careful i was silent <laughs> because i didn't know and didn't want to say anything until i got the okay <laughs> yeah so the just an, a, a little comment about CJ noticing the uh, number of people in the in the hospitals and you were uh, jokingly talking about the climate change. I use that joke a lot as well. A couple of things we know as far as uh, a global psychological operation and influencing mind control. Climate change is a uh, broad based topic where they can use fuzzy science. And uh, that's a topic well-known where they're constantly moving the goalposts for their agenda. So I hate to see the fact that they're using climate change uh, and using that as a platform to get their agendas uh, across. The other thing is the evidence is becoming more and more clear. We talked about this three years ago that there's a large portion of society where their immune system most likely has been permanently damaged. So with, with a damaged immune system, then you will have more and more incidences of illnesses and potential uh, pandemics now because of so many having a damaged immune system. There's a lot of inflammation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that people are experiencing long-term inflammation. And once an immune system is compromised, it's much easier for lung-affiliated influenzas that can really wipe out people quickly. And what's interesting is, if you look in statistics, years prior to the fall of 2019, and then... Uh, early winter 2020, your influenza B, for example, had a high death toll, much higher than what they claim SARS-CoV-2 had. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't any hysteria. If you look back 2014, 2015, 16, 2017, you didn't have mass shutdowns and mask wearing and talking about vaccinations with influenza B, and it had a much higher death toll four to five times higher than what they supposedly reported with SARS. So you can tell if you don't have emotion involved and use logic and real statistics that there's definitely an an agenda going on. But with so many getting the what I call the mystery fluid or these mystery injections, I think we could see uh, an environment globally where there could be an absolute increase or an explosion of respiratory infections that result in double pneumonia. And, and that's uh, 
That's something very serious. Most people don't pull out of double pneumonia. No, they don't. That's the worst thing that could happen. It's like, you know, you have both your lungs filled with fluids. Yes. And uh, the the body cannot, uh, you, you get to that point, you cannot drain the fluids. So you have eventual suffocation and it's not, but you see the fluid retention with the uh, myocarditis around the heart. And if we're seeing more and more younger athletes and even in high school level succumbing to this, then the, the logical question was, you didn't have this in the, in the, all the 1970s, 80s, 90s when I was growing up and played sports. So what's causing this explosion? Well, there's only one factor. It, you, you can figure it out. It's just, it's just a shame that they've gotten away with this so far. And there doesn't seem to be any mechanism to bring them to justice. I hope there is, but as of today, we haven't seen it. But uh, I wonder, and this will, I'm getting into where we left off last week about carbon and silicon. Uh, this is speculation, of course. I don't have any way of proving it, but kind of on these shows, these Outer limit shows, I'm kind of giving the listening audience an insight of what's some of us uh, scientists talk about privately, because how would you ever know these conversations if you're not part of our research group? You wouldn't know. And uh, some of the information I ask and make sure it's vetted. I, I don't want to get any uh, intellectual property information out. So I'm very careful what I say. I don't want to get in trouble with my scientific group, my buddies, because they'll listen to the show to make sure you know, loose lips don't sink ships. But uh, <clears throat> what I was wondering is this agenda that's played out and continues to play out, say, uh, coming up on three years now, if, if they're trying to uh, s separate two classes of individuals as far as uh, their conscious awareness and maybe they're thinning out the herd as far as... Are you, we used uh, titles before like NPC, non-playable characters, or yeah, they're quick to drink the Kool-Aid. They're they're uh, taking the media at face value, and they go no further in their investigation. And they've uh, emotionally got involved in this agenda in a virtual signal. So they're they've been injected and boosted, and continue to do so. If if they're trying to find out which part of humanity has that mindset and they just want to get rid of them and they want to have a genetic stock of individuals who have a higher conscious understanding, mm -hmm. a higher logic, a higher reason, less emotion, more logical, and they kind of want to hone in, uh, and I'll get to why they might want to hone in on a percentage of the population which seems to be a smaller percentage of the population that did not buy into this PSYOP. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, the re reason for that is if uh, CJ, I gave a, uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica had a page, their information on carbon, the, the molecule carbon C6. Mm-hmm. The, the atomic number six is that uh let me look on the show do you okay there you go so on carbon that's the six uh, atomic number six so that has six protons six neutrons it also has six electrons so carbon is sometimes referred to as um, the element of man, 666. Yes. Um, because of its six <clears throat> protons, six neutrons, six electrons. The uh, ancient texts also mention six as the number of man, because man is carbon-based. It's a carbon yes. life form. And it, it depends on... Um, 
the 666 reference in some of these ancient texts talk about mm -hmm. man when man's in a state and it's disconnected from source, from divine, from God. So it's, it's interesting where that 666 comes from, because we've heard that a lot. It's, it's used in many applications. There are a lot of videos and social media discussions on 666, but it's also CERN, which I'll get into uh, in today's presentation. CERN has 666 in its logo. Uh, if, right. If, if you look at that logo now, they, they're what's interesting is some of the officials at CERN go, no, that's just the, you know that was just a way of illustrating a hadron collider, but it's clear that there's six six six, and others mention, well, yeah, that's just because of carbon six rep represents man, but there's a difference between carbon and silicon on that uh encyclopedia britannica you still have that up uh, yep okay yep the uh carbon has a crystalline structure carbon is in uh group 14 of elements it's group 4a so carbon silicon germanium and then uh followed by 10 Carbon, silicon, germanium have extra electrons, they're uh, valence electrons. So group four, group 4A are very stable, but they like to bond and they bond well with oxygen, for example. They all form uh, crystalline structures. Carbon's crystalline structure is hexagonal. Now, what's interesting, when you look at the hexagonal icon, there's two ways your eyes can look at the hexagonal. See it in the blue, in the blue box, hexagonal. It's next to weakly acidic on that Encyclopedia Britannica. Yes, okay. see it. So one way to look at it is if you look at the head center, it could look like a spoke of a, of a wheel, like a wheel of a bicycle, where you have the center hub and then spokes radiating out. And it's uh, not a perfectly round circle like a bicycle tire, but it's hexagonal shape. The other way that your eye can look at it is in 3D, and it becomes a cube, like a sugar cube. Mm-hmm. So your your eyes complete. You can either look at it uh, in a two plane or a three D model. So it, carbon forms a cube. That's very important to to realize. It's a, a it's a cube. So a cube is a, a box where you have borders and parameters. You have a floor you have walls and a lid or a ceiling. So it contains a box. If you look over at uh, silicon, and I gave that link to CJ. Give me one second, should be there. There you go. Yeah. That one, um, atomic number is 14. So it has 14 protons, 14 neutrons. It also has valence electrons in its outer shell, so it's very stable and likes to bond. But it forms a diamond. See the diamond shape? Next to uh, equal relative strength. Mm -hmm. So the diamond, if you look at that diamond shape, basically if you cut that diamond in half, you would have a pyramid like the pyramids uh, above ground. But with a diamond, you have, let's say, a northern pyramid and a southern pyramid. So in that diamond shape, you have a vector where it points to the north, which would be the northern pyramid, and it points to the south, the southern pyramid. So that's not exactly a box. The diamond shape is a different geometrical shape than a box. It's different vectors. The, the carbon has containment. Diamond, 
has two points. The, the northern point, if you look at the diamond, let's say the northern pyramid, and then the southern pyramid. When it comes to a point, that's basically showing that it's pointing to potential infinity. So you can go uh, to a point and continue in that direction. In this case, if it's the pyramid facing north or it's a pyramid facing south, two, two different vectors when it comes to a point. So the what's interesting is carbon, if, if there's a life form, an avatar that's carbon-based and its structure, its lattice structure is square, a cube, three-dimensional square, a cube, then consciousness that's tethered to an avatar that's carbon-based will have limits. It'll have a floor, walls, and a ceiling. That's not necessarily bad per se, because uh, it, it depends on the, the holographic nature of reality. If you're in a cube and you have uh, per parameters that are defined, but they're boundaries, there's no infinity on a square cube because you have the, the wall, the floor, the ceiling. But that enables a, a unique aspect. That enables an avatar to be able to have offspring because you, you have to have boundaries, all four boundaries, in order for there to be formality and for there to be um, a structure such as cell division and a body, a bodily form. When, you, when you're in a silicon diamond shape and you don't have the floor, walls, and ceiling, you cannot have form, formality. You cannot have contained cell division. So carbon life forms have a reality through the avatar, the human body avatar, where you can have offspring, children, a male and female with cell division that's grown and divides, it grows and it divides, but it can maintain shape and order because it has defined boundaries. You cannot do that in a diamond reality. You can't have formality. So it's impossible if you're in a uh, conscious entity that has an avatar that lives in a silicon world, you cannot have children, prodigy, because you cannot have formality in our case you you couldn't have cell division for containment and boundaries that allow for formation in this case the human body you have the as a cells divide you have a fetus and junior comes out and grows but it has bodily bodily form so in the our dimension we have boundaries where you're able to have offspring you cannot with silicon so in silicon, you would just have a, a neutered or a, a specific life form, but no male or female counterpart. That's the difference between that realm, that avatar, and the human experience. Well, if, if life forms in the silicon reality, so if their consciousness is six dimension, but the form... The existence of their reality is fifth dimension, and our consciousness is in fourth dimension, but our physical bodies three dimension. If silicon life forms want to experience what we do, they would have to interface with the carbon reality to have that form and dimension, to have a reality that's in a cube. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hinting, but do, do you understand uh, what I'm trying to... Re repeat that again, the last thing you said, in order for... Uh, um, if, if, you're a, if, if you're a silicon based life form yeah. and, you want to, and you want to experience, for example, um, having prodigy, any type of offspring or 
uh, aspects of your consciousness, your personality in a separate life form, Mm -hmm. you would have to interface with a carbon-based consciousness, a carbon-based reality in order to have formality. Sure. In order. So what happens is in these ancient texts, it talked about a time when you had silicon-based or dimensional entities interfacing with carbon-based entities for that sole purpose. Genesis chapter 6. Yes. Absolutely. That's what the whole thing is about. It's it's always been about genetics. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why what's interesting, I don't want to necessarily, it's fascinating, but you can can get into gematria and um, numerology, but it's also, it's Genesis chapter 6. 6. Carbon 6. Right. So, you see this with the Sumerian writings. You see this with uh, many of the ancient uh, manuscripts from some of the most ancient civilizations in the world. They all talk about um, these entities coming down from the stars. To uh, you know, they came and they and, and they crossed over with the Earth women, so to speak, and the um, and taught man all these dark arts and so on and so forth. Right. So the, in the ancient text, think about this as a, as a possibility, because I know a lot of people view this as maybe stories or ancient myths, but, but there is a strong possibility uh, in my camp, the way my thinking is, this, this actually happened that the uniqueness as far as planet earth, uh, our solar system, the physical universe, in this case, the, the particular arm that we're in on a uh, spiral Milky Way galaxy, that a, a new type of conscious life form in the third dimension, carbon-based, carbon-6, was created, and it was a new type of avatar or life form that had not existed prior to billions and billions of years of other life forms, let's say alien life forms or uh, spirit creatures that existed in other dimensions. What was so unique about this new life form is the fact that due to the holographic nature of carbon six and it being a cube that allowed boundaries to be able to have a male female version for them to procreate and continue to produce avatars where consciousness was assigned and that was never done before. So there was great interest, curiosity, and maybe to a certain extent, uh, envy or desire for very ancient old multidimensional life forms to experience what would it be like to be a carbon six life form and be able to have prodigy. And that's where the ancient texts say that those life forms interacted from one dimension to another, uh, maybe uh, most likely violating protocol and then was involved in genetic experimentation where there can be an interface between a silicon life form and a carbon life form. And my thesis that I've, been talking about many months now on this Outer Limits show, as I think we're right back to that same operation that got interrupted thousands and thousands of years ago, that that same operation is right back at full speed with attempts to be made between multidimensional life forms still trying to interface with the C6 carbon, the human life form, because they still want to accomplish that goal. And I think a big part of that goal is not only the AI component behind all this thing, but these people that are being jabbed and these structures that are being formed within these people. I remember Cowboy sending me a link of, um, if you look at uh, uh, this doctor gentleman who was pulling, uh, you know, he was like, you know, under a, a spectron microscope, he could, you could literally see microcircuitry, nanochip technology. We're, you know, Jet, you and I talked about the uh, the three nanometer world. And to be actually seeing even beyond that is it's incredible what is happening. Do, do you think that this componentry 
that the, you know the people have been who have been getting jabbed that this fourth dimensional uh, silicon base will be able to better interface with those carbon individuals who are who have been poked. Yes, I think I think I think what's happening is they in um, mammalian studies and say the pharmaceutical industry, it's very painstakingly slow. It's tedious by design. It's supposed to be slow, painstakingly slow, tedious, extremely expensive to run proper long-term experiments, seven to eleven years, because. In biology, you want to really investigate three generations uh, in mammalian studies. So if, it, if it's ferrets or, or mice, rats, you want three generations observing the, the effects of new pharmaceutical approaches, make sure there isn't any adverse effects in reproduction. And so to bypass seven, 11 years, you basically go live, and I believe this is really a military-sponsored operation. You go live, and you just live test with, I don't know, 4 billion people who volunteered to participate in a uh, emergency use authorization um, experimental technology, and they're just gathering real-time intel and data to tweak and perfect they're interfacing with messenger RNA. And as far as adverse effects and, and early deaths or high school students killing over on a ball field, that's really irrelevant to them. That's collateral damage to they use a military term and good luck prosecuting them because they already made sure years ago laws were passed where they have immunity. So I, I think that they're, that's the goal and they're observing what the side effects are. They're tweaking the formulations. That's why there's always these boosters. They have boosters every six months. Well, if, if it were effective, you wouldn't need boosters. But well, the, those boosters are the equivalent of, of, of uh, operating system upgrades that you get on your phone or your computer where every so many months there's a security update, there's a, uh, an, an OS update or whatever. And I, th I believe those boosters are the same thing. What do you think, Jet? Yeah, that's. I was just going to say that. So you're, we're on the same page. So the yeah. boosters are the fact that they're tweaking in real time. They're improving and tweaking uh, their technology and then watching the results as people get the subsequent boosters. This, they're not to be graphic, but you have many billions of people that are literally live guinea pigs. They're not getting paid. They're not getting paid for this. Many are, are died and permanently injured. You see these videos, uh, very well, emotional. Here's some of these oh, chips that are found inside the the jab. You can see them on a, on a dark field micro uh, my, my, micro. Oh my god, microscope, my crop. Jesus Christ! I need some more ca caffeine this morning. It's by Dr. David Nixon, and uh, this is what a cowboy sent me. But you can see these chips are lighting up inside of people. Chat. Look at these things come alive. Yeah, they uh, and they're energized through the microwave frequencies, yeah. so that'll go right through the body tissue. And then if they're if they're lighting up, that means they're uh, energized through microwave transmission, which the five G network would easily be able to power them up. The, I, uh, the, if I can remember, let's see how we're doing on that. Okay, um, energy is very important uh, to this. There's a video from CERN. It's a two-minute video. Do you see that, CJ? Uh, Voyage into the World of Atoms? Yeah. Let me get it added real quick and then we'll get it played. This is an important video to play. It's, it's only two minutes long, but it'll give you a visual, and I'll comment on what I think the end game is. All right. Here we go. I, I think it's uh, teed up, ready to go. All right, here we go. The sound is on.
Okay, it was interesting. Did you see the nucleus flashing when he homed in on on the uh, nucleus? It, it was uh, probably yeah. Keep going, scrolling back, go back a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, right there, right around there. See how it was flashing? If if you hit play again, and then you can. See it, see it flashing? Yep. Okay, that's a flicker rate. When you when you see that flashing, what they're indicating there is the the way our holographic universe works. That flashing is energy coming from counter space, and it's coming through the portals at a subatomic level. So everything flickers and flashes. The flash rate is very fast. It's over. Uh, 1.2 trillion flicker rates per second that the energy is coming in from from counter space into our uh, domain so that's that's a flash rate you're, you're seeing an energy signature that's coming from counter space the ancient texts refer to as heaven but if you go back uh, uh could you put your mouse on there and scroll backwards again yeah uh right there's a good one uh, if you stop there see how carbon there's a carbon molecule. We're, we're comprised of carbon. One fifth of the human body is carbon. So carbon uh, is the glue of life. It's a common universal element throughout our universe. Carbon loves to bond because it has its four valence electrons. So it's very stable and it can create other molecules and create long chains. And one fifth of our body is carbon. Carbon right there is 67 p.m. That's 67 picometers. So let me give you a scale so you understand what a picometer is in size. A nanometer means one billionth or 10 to the minus ninth of a meter. So there's 25 million 400,000 nanometers in one inch. So there's 25,400,000 nanometers in one inch. A picometer is one thousandth of a nanometer. So if you back up a little bit, uh, if you do your mouse and back up on that video again, keep going. Yeah, right, right there, stop. Clicking. Okay. Now you see here, this CERN video zoomed in on that woman's hair. So it zoomed in on her hair and it went smaller and smaller and smaller. And these are uh, the components of the hair. So right here you have your carbon, oxygen, sulfur, nitrogen. These are the components. These are the molecular structures of our hair. Uh, if you back up just a little bit more on that video right there carotene what our hair is is two nanometers and if you if you go further from carotene from two nanometers then you get into the individual atoms that we just saw you, you get into your nitrogen oxygen the technology that the military has developed with these pharmaceutical companies, they are now at the two nanometer level. Let me repeat that. The technologies that they have developed through the grants of DARPA and the military industrial complex, the technologies are now at the two nanometer level. So, uh, CJ, if you can take your mouse and then scroll up again, just a couple frames. Let me see. Two nanometers. Yeah, scroll up a little bit more. A little bit more. Keep going. Right there. Now, the next step, they're at two nanometers now. And this is the technology being introduced into humans at a cellular level. Uh, manipulating the genetics. The next level is they're getting into picometers, the actual atoms. So what I'm contending is warfare has changed now. Now 
yeah, you've got the, the Ukraine conflict. And so that's so old school. It's not even funny. That That's as bad as driving around in a 72 Dodge Dart. Not to pick on Dodge Dart, but I had one. Who drives around in a 72 Dodge Dart with drum brakes, a metal dashboard? It's, it's just archaic. So the warfare now is getting into atomic level. Because it's, it's, it's a matter of they're wanting to get to the point where they want to get to the gateway of that nucleus flashing, which we already CERN has shown in this video. That's what CERN's all about. CERN is wanting to get to that gateway of that flash, that flicker rate when it showed the nucleus. They want to get to that gateway of the energy source from counter space into our reality. I mean, this way they, they just hi, hijack consciousness at will. Yeah. That, so that, yeah. That's what they're doing. From a military standpoint, the, the warfare is now moved. It's stop thinking. I'm not saying you do this. I don't mean to be harsh to the audience, but I'm saying stop thinking of oil, natural gas. Yeah, that exists at a very elementary level tanks, submarines cruise missiles, satellites. Yeah, that, that exists. But that's so old school. And that, that's, what, that's what they're allowing us to see now. The real war, the real military expenditure, when you're having $800 billion a year defense budgets, this is what they're going after. They're going after the atomic level. They've already have mapped the human genome. They're already messing with changing human genome with nano size particulates like the video VU showed, I'll go cowboy and gave you that reference. They're now down to five and two nanometers. The, the research is now developing at this individual atomic level because they're wanting to hone in on that nucleus and that flicker rate, that energy as it's coming inbound from counter space they want to control that gateway, and they also want to control the building blocks at your picometer. I mean, they're literally playing, they're trying to play God Jet. They literally want to manipulate with the very core substance of life itself and allowing the consciousness to connect with that life, creating a living, breathing human being. They want to just bisect that completely it's insidious that's why but what's interesting is klaus schwab the world economic forum and their scientific panels they've come right out and said that that they're god now that they can create life they're getting very cocky and arrogant because they they might be because i'm not in, i'm not in the inner loop we're a group of scientists we're outcasts we're we're involved from my, my perspective, I believe a God, a divine, a, a source or creator exists. I always have as, as a child and as a scientist, it makes a lot of sense. The research we're doing with water, we're sending signals in water. We're getting feedback from water uh, data, and we're translating it in plant cell, plant tissues. And so there's communication going on. There's definitely a, an intelligence. And my, my understanding, it's just my personal thoughts. It, Lot, lot listening could disregard this. You're certainly free to do so. Um, but my thought is whatever exists in counter space that's energizing that pulse at a nucleus level that CERN, uh, I'm surprised that they showed that. I'm glad that they did in this video. That that realm, that energy and data coming out of there, we seem to indicate that it's it's data that causes no harm it's the best definition would be it's a loving energy source and loving data in these electromagnetic energies because the energy coming from counter space the flicker rate and the data attached to it that we're able using the water molecule it seems to cause no harm and it promotes life it stimulates growth in life in our realm, our 3D carbon-6 realm. So we don't see anything nefarious uh, or evil 
coming from counter space. But what I do see evil and nefarious is this military industrial and the scientific community that's experimenting real time on humans, plants, and animals, GMO, genetically modified organisms. And the fact that very soon, if they haven't already, which I might not be privy to, if they've broken the picometer level, because they're at two nanometers now, that's been documented to the public. I'm worried about what has not been documented yet. If they're at the picometer level, that's where they're headed. That's that's what CERN's all about. And they're, they're wanting to head at the uh, smaller than the nucleus level because they want to capture that gateway with that inbound energy and flicker rate. Like you said, to play God. And when they make statements, Klaus Schwab and his uh, scientific counterparts, they're already talking about that they're gods now. Yeah. These are recent statements within the last 12 months in these meetings in Davos. I, I'm not making this up. It's on YouTube. They're not hiding it. Jet, if you look through if you look through history, don't you think every attempt that these globalists have had in terms of altering societies and creating things has literally failed? I mean, um, dating back to Hitler with his attempts at eugenics in terms of uh, genetically and creating the perfect uh, species. Um, if you look at uh, the CIA's attempt with hate, Hashberry with uh, uh, LSD and uh, I mean, there's numerous attempts, right? And if you look at in here recently, like Africa, like Africa with the attempts of big pharma to to get any things. I, I just look at these things in terms of their efforts and every time it fails, every, every time it fails, because those who are willing to suscept them themselves to these testing, these things. But as long as humanity has the effort to resist and push back the purebloods, their attempts fail time and time again. I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm disconnected from it. Maybe I, I just, I just don't feel it's a threat. I just don't, I, I they want to do these things, but every time you look through history, humanity has resisted and pushed back against it. I mean, that's I just, I just want to be straightforward in, in terms of my opinion. I just, I don't fear this shit at all. I really don't one bit. Oh, I, I agree. I don't, I don't fear either, but let me give you, uh, let me piggyback off the statement you just made, because I agree with the statement that you just made. For the listening audience, think about this. At least all I can do is, is ask the audience when I do these Outer limit shows. I'm just giving food for thought, and, and I, my biggest wish would be that people would kind of meditate on these shows, at least throughout the day or throughout the week until we have the following show next Monday. But what, what I've noticed in, in historical records in these ancient texts is that there's a fractal pattern. And the fractal pattern seems to indicate that once mankind, once civilizations get to the point where they are now today, where they manipulate genetic code, and then technologies have advanced to where they're able to deal with the atomic level, Counterspace, what I call, we call scientifically counterspace or other ancient texts would talk about heaven or the realm outside the 11th dimension. That organizational complex always seems to intercede and demolish, destroy the attempts when they get this far. So all I'm saying is it looks like another reset is coming, but I'm not talking about the economic Klaus Schwab reset. I'm talking about a reset coming from counter space. You can use the word uh, a judgment or uh, a judicial execution of setting things straight. So we're, we're getting an indication and we're looking at solar system harmonics, what's happening to the planet Earth, gauging uh, consciousness and this energy field coming from counter space, we're getting the impression that a reset is, is coming. And in that reset, it's going to be massive. And in this reset, some will survive and some won't, but it seems to be more of a conscious or spiritual level that those that survive are the ones that are in harmony or tuned organically that are 
connected at a high conscious vibration, a high conscious understanding that are in harmony with what comes out of counter space, they survive. And the ones that are part of or sympathetic or apathetic, neutral, not standing for anything, for the ones that are involved in being God, trying to hijack this particular reality, they will not survive. So uh, as far as warning, I'm not saying it's doom and gloom. I think it's something to look forward to if you're on the right side of this issue. If you're connected to counter space and at a spiritual or conscious level, maybe conscious level is a better word to use than spiritual because people get all uptight if I use that word. But if you're at a conscious level and you're tuned in to nature and what comes out of counter space, there's nothing nothing to fear. Right. There'll be a, a reset of, of a wonderful future. Absolutely. This, I'm with you on that, Chad. I, I don't see this as like a doom and gloom thing. I think is this is a, a necessary redemption, regeneration, and restart of the human species. Well, you and, – and the interesting thing is, Jet, you mentioned it for just a minute, talking back to the, the economic factors, right? Getting – you know, tying this in together in terms of, of what these uh, social programmers attempt to envision in their world of, of uh, utopia, the things that they plan on building – but there was an interesting uh, conversation that took place, and that was the fact that uh, I believe it was one of the Fed chairpersons who was beginning the conversation of what this potentially looked like. And they adamantly and openly said, and it, did, it wasn't captured by anybody, like this, was, this wasn't reported at all, but this Fed chairperson said that what needs to happen right now is that companies need to begin massive layoffs. And the reason why they need to begin this layoff is because to hedge against inflation, because their their belief and and what they're saying is that they feel that uh, consumerism the, uh, the is what's driving inflation. That there's too many people wanting to you know to to buy all these goods and and we do live in a superficial thing. You know we 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 truly do. Like when people look at you know monetary value of things and everything outside of what humanity is really based upon. So that could what, what could be triggering it, but getting back to the idea of what that looks like is because they truly feel that moving forward post economic reset is that there's too many people out there and there's not enough goods being, being produced and how are they going to offset this? And I think that that's what ties into their here. I think I have a video. Let me, let me bring this in because, and I think, because again, this is more of the economic factors of talking about of, and they're openly discussing it right now in, in terms of what this looks like. So let me play just a minute of this and hopefully I have it teed up at the right point. Here's the bomb that she dropped. We understand that high inflation is going to require our action. So we have been moving our forecast up uh, to higher levels. You saw that in the most recent dot plot that came out in December. And I think holding that until we get confidence that inflation is actually coming down is really the message we're trying to put out there. I don't really have to ask you this question because I've got a 17 out of 19 chance of being right. You're over 5% when it comes to your outlook for the funds rate in 2020. I had year. raised my, I have raised my forecast. Could you 5%. tell us where you are? I don't remember if you're one of the folks that tell us that. Well, I think I, I'll be over 5% and I see staying there for some time. Is that well into 2024? It is for me. Wow. Wow. Did you catch that? So let me paraphrase. The experiment is over, basically. It failed. Low interest rates kept artificially low by the Fed was a failure. And inflation is going to stay high for the foreseeable future well into 2024 and beyond. And she thinks the Fed needs to raise interest rates, keep them over 5% interest rates. Party time is over. No more cheap money. No more 0% loans, no more cheap mortgages, no more cheap car loans. She thinks that this is the best and only way to fix the problem. Keep interest rates high. Stop printing fake money and giving out money to Wall Street with 0% interest. And if that's not enough of a kick in the nuts, yesterday, former Obama Treasury Secretary Larry Summers says that we need to start laying people off, firing people in order to deal with this inflation problem. That's the only way to do it. All of this fake money. And he issued the statement laying people off from his beach resort 
with palm trees in the background. Watch. They explicitly recognize that there's going to need to be increases in unemployment to contain uh, inflation. So he's at a beach resort telling you that you need to get ready for layoffs. You're going to lose your job because all of this fake printing of money wasn't backed by gold, wasn't backed by anything. Wall Street. I'll stop it there, but obviously everyone can understand the tie-in that if you go through this system with high inflationary measures compounded with a, a high amount of, of layoffs, it spells collapse. It, it, it truly does. And, and I think the whole tie-in to eugenics, to the transhumanism, builds right into that narrative. Don't worry. If you're unhappy with your life... Euthanasia will be here for you. Yeah, you can go to Canada. You can go to Canada. <laughs> yeah, Canada will be here soon. Well, you can go to Canada, where I it, think it's like the third, third uh, leading cause of death right now. Is yeah, it's going to be the first. It's going to be the second. Actually, it's going to be the third leading cause of death here, right after the the climate change <laughs> and 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 heart disease. It's going to be a uh, euthanasia, where they mercifully kill you because you're depressed because you can't you you don't have any money. You can barely scrape a, a living. Sorry, Jed, if we train wreck your show again. <laughs> it's, not, it's all CJ's fault. It is. Yeah. It's my fault. The worst, CJ. The worst. Well, I was trying to tie it in because he's accurate. He's, you know, this whole idea around building like a whole new uh, uh, species, a whole new more yeah. compliant things, and they're doing it through a, our a, a whole new slave species. They, sure. A whole new slave species. They, they, they can't think. They can't yeah. critically think. They're doing it through our education. They're doing it through our, our, our food, our nutrition. It's... It's so evil. It's satanic. It truly is. Well, what what I could do is give a. How about if I spend the last minute or two of the sh show and uh, for a lead in of next week? Yeah, let's do that. absolutely, but, absolutely. Okay. Because okay. what's interesting is the when you talk about suicide and they're really pushing it. For example, in Canada, they have TV commercials, and then next week I can. Uh, show i'm sure you, the audience has seen this but the different technologies of these convenient uh, suicide pods where you can go in there and which is funny i don't know do you swipe your debit card and i guess and you you go into these pods and then has a uh, uh series of gases yeah and yes. then it liquefies you and you could uh use it for uh as human compost yeah you have to yeah. prepay for your cremation or whatever it is <laughs> yeah that's these pods and then i guess they come and recycle the human body and then a new pod so i don't know are these pods going to be placed next to a dr pepper coke pepsi machine sure you know ne next to a, a, an abandoned strip mall this is just bizarre but you can see that they're pushing they know that there's going to be a high rate of depression and people wanting to end their life so they're making these convenient kiosk these pods where you could just no permission needed. I guess a 10 or 15 year old that has access to a debit card can boop, 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 climb in the machine and they're dead within two minutes. Nice and convenient. So what, what's this uh, agenda all about? I wanted to bring that up uh, next week, but also tie in the fact that uh, an interesting theory, again, this is a, a theory, very complex though, that what if there's a situation where the silicon-based life forms, so they're, they're not in our realm or dimension, what if they're no longer able to receive energy from counter space like they have for billions and billions of years, so not receiving energy from counter space, they're slowly dying, to use a human term. These multi-dimensional silicon life forms are slowly dying. It'd be crucial for them to be able to figure out a way quickly to, to interface an, with mm. an organic, a carbon, a C6 carbon life form. <clears throat> because what's interesting is a carbon life form stores energy in the form of glycogen. So sure. you have uh, your glucose monosaccharide sugar molecules that release energy. And uh, the byproducts are carbon dioxide and water. So I wouldn't be surprised if these, and next week I can talk about these life forms. I wouldn't be surprised if they're desperately wanting to interface with us, with humans, so that they can stay alive, merge their consciousness through a human avatar, because the energy process of glucose and 
sun with photosynthesis, that's not that has not been interrupted. That is still a working energy platform sanctioned by counterspace. Sure. So if their energy has been cut off as a silicon structure and they can somehow interface with a carbon base, they can still access the energy coming from car, uh, counterspace through a carbon avatar. And I'll get into that. That's a very interesting concept. I would not be surprised if this is what's happening. And then they're using the military industrial complex in the, in the global scientist community to build that infrastructure. Well, these rebels, right? These, 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 uh, these, you know, extra dimensional intelligentsia, so to speak, these are rebels. And these rebels have been running for millennia. They've been running from justice for millennia. And I think with them trying to do this to the human species is for, again, a way for them to leap out again and in their attempt to escape judgment to the best of their ability. Yeah, that's Absolutely. that's what I think. Absolutely. And it gets into this seems very science fiction. And um, oh, no, it's science it, facts, it, man. Definitely. But it's abstract thinking. We, so many of us, we've been taught to think plastic and leather in the physical realm. Uh, it takes training to get your brain to start thinking in these very bizarre abstract concepts. But I've done it for, for decades. It's very easy for me. But if, <clears throat> if it freaks out the listening audience, just be patient. It takes time to wrap your mind around these potential concepts. Just don't immediately dismiss it as too fantastical, too sci-fi. Uh, I think this this is legitimate because the f the forensic evidence really supports these theories as a strong possibility of what's yeah. going on in, in in the background. Absolutely, Jed. Thank you so much for coming on again, leaving sure. us yet again with another cliffhanger. Can't wait for next week. And folks, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like the pro broadcast. Make sure you share this far and wide. And again, if you need to get into the Discord where Jet is lurking, you need to email CJ, CJ at roguenews.com, CJ at roguenews.com. And also, if you haven't done so already, uh, the air purifier that Jet sells, it's an amazing, amazing active, not a passive, but an active ionic uh, air scrubber that eliminates... Uh, a lot of the bad things that are floating, especially climate change, it 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 it, it, yeah. uh, it is a great buffer to the climate change issue. So if you need to get it, you can get it on Amazon as well as the the website. CJ, will we have those links up? Um, I'll get with Jet, and we'll start including it in the yeah, description of every video. Yeah, so people could get it. It's amazing. I have a whole house unit. It's phenomenal. You're breathing a lot better, uh, and it kills the climate change issue, which is a very important. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. know, because, you know, I'm worried about you, Siege. You're always going to the gym I, and working on and being healthy. I'm, I'm afraid climate change is going to get you, man. <laughs> well, you know what? You know, climate change, the whole thing, it's like uh, it's, it's very interesting right now. Um, and I'll, I'll save us some time, but I think we also need to look at, you know, what's happening as uh, humanity is rising around the globe. And yeah, and I can't imagine what that event looked like uh, if that were the same thing that happened in Brazil over the weekend. Uh, yeah, what happened, happened Siege? What I happened? know the, the Brazilians went ape. They stormed the, the palace, so to speak. Oh, completely everything. Uh, Lulu or Mumu. Well, <laughs> Lula. Lula went into hiding. Everything. Massive revolt. And and um, and I think why why I say that is because I think it ties into what what they're afraid of. And that, that's afraid of that there's, there's more of us uh, than there are them. Uh, so how do you curtail society? How do you prevent something like that happening from from every, you know, we, we've witnessed it in, in Brazil uh, previously uh, in, in various countries as people revolt against this, this uh, globalist ag agenda. Uh, I, I can only imagine what that would look like here in the United States if something like not not the fake January 6th insurrection that was more of a walk in the park, but a, a true revolution here in the United States. And I think that's why they're trying to curtail you know, humanity, because they want to maintain that status quo of the globalist elite versus the more common people that are out there that are are, are, are very frustrated with, you know, what's happening with their their efforts of, of really trying to to curtail and, and control society. Very well said. And with that being said, folks, we are over and out. Take it away, CJ.